0: customer experience. If you want to say it loud, go ahead. You might just rise above the noise floor. But the question remains, what are the top trends for customer experience in 2019? To get to the bottom of it, we have Kirim Tame, Vice President of Marketing for Kieran Analytics, a variant company. Welcome to BAI Banking Strategies, where each week we'll focus on the key issues facing financial services leaders. We'll bring you objective opinions and actionable insights that will help you power smart decisions. I'm your host, Lou Carloso, the managing editor of BAI. Come on in. Thanks for tuning into the podcast, a wonderful 2019 to one and all. And today on the podcast, we have Karim Tomei, Vice President of Marketing for Kieran Analytics, a variant company. He brings more than 25 years experience in marketing, product development, and management with enterprise software products. He has deep technical knowledge in modeling, simulation, content management, search, and semantic technologies. Karim, welcome back. Thank you, Lou, thanks for having me. Before the podcast, we were talking about three major takeaways for 2018 that lead into 2019 in terms of customer experience. I thought they were fabulous takeaways. Start with the first one that you wanna share with the listeners.
1: As a consumer, I'm interacting with my primary financial institution in multiple channels and touch points. And so my customer experience is defined by the quality and consistency of all my journeys across all channels. It's critical to provide high CX in all the channels, whether they're digital or physical, but which channels have the greatest impact on customer experience? Well, according to a recent 4C Experience Index banking report, branches and the mobile app score the highest in terms of CX ahead of desktop, web, contact center, and chat. So. Given all of that, my first takeaway is that if you want to improve customer experience, first focus on in-person interactions and branches and the mobile app.
0: The subject matter of the second takeaway couldn't be more important, especially for banks and financial services organizations that want to be leaders in customer experience. Tell us about that. Sure. Digital channels, you know, technology defines the customer experience.
1: In contact centers, technology and staff play somewhat equal roles in CX. In branches, though, CX is primarily driven by the frontline staff. And, you know, most consumers now don't visit branches very often, but when they do, their experience is critically important. Why? Well, first of all, The number of in-person interactions are limited, therefore the quality of those face-to-face interactions become more important. Secondly, more than half of the customer journeys that start in digital or contact center, guess where they end up? They end up in a branch with an in-person interaction. And then finally, poor branch experience, which may result from long wait time or uh, staff not being knowledgeable, is cited as the top reason why consumers would consider switching their primary bank. So bottom line, Lou, a great in-person customer experience delivered by an engaged employee increases customer loyalty and the likelihood of referrals, and it also decreases operating expenses and the likelihood of customer churn. And so that leads to the bottom line, which is? a bottom line is a great in-person customer experience delivered by an engaged employee increases customer loyalty, it increases the likelihood of referrals, it decreases operating expenses, and decreases the likelihood of customer churn. So if you want to be a leader in CX, you have to be a leader in workforce engagement and productivity in your branches. Now, I believe that technology and fees are not as unique and sustainable differentiators as the frontline team members. And not many banks can come out and say that their associates are their greatest differentiator. But I can assure you, Lou, that Huntington National Bank didn't receive the J.D. Power Customer Satisfaction Award five years in a row without a highly engaged and productive workforce. By the way, in one of your recent podcasts, you had a guest who talked about the benefits of gamification for engaging employees and developing talent.
0: That's right, John Finley, the CEO of Launchfire.
1: I think that's a great idea. Digital learning platforms with interactive digital training, simulation, and gamification. These are fantastic tools for not only developing a digitally savvy workforce, but also great for building continuously learning organizations. Take Royal Bank of Canada. They received Sellin's Model Bank of the Year award in 2018 with their digital activation strategy. How did they do it? Well, they trained and equipped their team members with demos that help branch and contact center staff to show digital capabilities using assisted demos. And then ultimately these demos become available to customers for self-service learning.
0: Clearly, there is a connection between high customer experience and engaged workforce. Banking leaders know this intuitively, but there's also that question that not everybody in a branch is going to be a top performer. There's going to be variance there. What is the key to delivering a consistent, successful customer experience?
1: So we talked about the connection between customer experience and workforce engagement. Banking leaders intuitively know this, but what they're challenged with is how to reduce the variance between their top performance and the average and low performers. I would say analytics provides a fantastic solution here. And I'll use the example of First Tennessee Bank, a leader in customer experience and how they address this challenge. First, they help their employees understand what to do with their time. Using an intelligent labor modeling solution, their branch managers can match staff needs to both walk-in traffic and proactive customer contact demand. And once a schedule is set, employees know if they're scheduled to serve inbound customers, to make outbound phone calls, or customer visits outside the branch. Then they utilized analytics to organize customer groups and prioritize individual customers to plan their proactive banker activities. And finally, they streamlined the contact preparation process and provide their bankers with a dashboard and recommendations on a single screen inside their CRM. And with these solutions, their bankers are more engaged and more productive. So the key takeaway here is if you want to deliver consistent, high CX with an engaged and productive workforce, you need to utilize analytics-driven solutions such as workforce management and proactive
0: customer interactions. And so finally, I hate to break this news to the listening audience. My crystal ball is broken. So I don't have any way to make some good predictions for 2019, but I am told you have some very strong feelings about things that we can look at in 2019 that'll be big news. Share those with us. So clearly, customer experience is one of the top
1: transformation initiatives. And in order for any banking transformation initiative to be successful, the organization the employee, the customer, and the technology have to be aligned in the transformation process. So I expect that executive commitment and continued support will be there to ensure the positive impact of CX to the bank in terms of revenue growth and operational efficiency. The other prediction I have for next year is that more and more banks will accelerate the pace with which they bring up their employees with transformation initiatives, and they will increase the use of their digital learning platforms to train and enable their frontline staff in branches with digital advocacy. So I envision increased deployment of analytics-rich, voice of the customer solutions that will allow banks to better measure and understand customer experiences and to prioritize the improvements that will have the greatest business impact across all channels.
0: We go from the voice of the customer to the voice of the expert. We are so glad you were able to make time to come back. Karim, thanks for being here. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Karim Tomei is vice president of marketing for Kieran Analytics, a software industry veteran and out there to connect with on LinkedIn. And here are three key takeaways from today's podcast. Number one, the quality and consistency of all journeys and across all channels is crucial. And mobile apps and branch visits score highest in terms of customer experience. That's ahead of desktop, web, contact center calls, and chat, so be sure to focus major attention on branches. Number two, in branches, customer experience is driven by frontline staff, and customer interactions are more important than ever, especially since branch visits are down. Poor branch experience, long lines for example, represent a top reason why people leave a bank, but a great customer experience increases loyalty and reduces customer churn. And number three, analytics holds the key to bridging workforce engagement and superior customer experience by creating distinct customer groups, for example, to maximize banker productivity. Driven by smart analytics, workforce management, and proactive customer interactions go hand-in-hand. Welcome to Decision Time where our podcast guest walks us through a major decision they had to make, how they made it, and how it has impacted their career. Back in 1990, leaving a stable software company with a proven track record for an unproven startup would seem to be a no-brainer in terms of risky moves to avoid. And yet, Karim Tume turned away from externals and focused on internals, including resilience and the value of getting out of his comfort zone.
1: It was year 1990, it was early in my career. I decided to leave my product manager position with a stable software company in San Diego for a startup opportunity in Utah. The company where I was at had proven track record in the government sector and the leadership had hired me and launched the new product to enter the manufacturing industry, yet, they were not supporting my marketing and sales strategy needed for success in the commercial sector. Instead, they were directing me to execute the same strategy that had made them successful in the government sector. So I decided to move on. It was a tough decision. First of all, I would be going from a steady paycheck with a stable company and into a startup with significant risk and uncertainty. Plus, I'd be leaving San Diego, where we owned a home, had friends, and would be moving to Salt Lake City, a place where we didn't know anybody. So I drew on my self-confidence, my resilience, and my ability to quickly adapt to new situations and made the move. Fortunately, things worked out very well. Our startup company was commercially successful after three years of hard work and resilience. We were able to develop and execute my strategy. So I grew professionally. And even after 28 years from the start, the business still going strong. So I learned to believe in myself, to get out of my comfort zone and try new things. I decided to pursue opportunities where fulfillment requires hard work,
0: resilience, and patience. Thanks again for tuning into our podcast. We hope to have you back with us very soon. Be sure to check out our ever-growing archive of podcasts at BAI.org. Our producer, as always, is James Grady. Be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Lou Carloso, the Managing Editor at BAI. We'll see you soon. So long.